Hello again. My name is Mr. C of Roku Critic. Welcome to the Nollywood Film Club podcast. I am your presenter, not host, um, for what is to come. Ah, this film. This episode was, this one was a pain. This was a pain for me. This one, I felt like the filmmaker. Um, yeah, I think you find that, um, you know, it, obviously nothing radically changes. It's the same format. We'll go through the good, we'll go through the bad, and we'll do our summary. Um, but uh, you find me on one team, and uh, you find more of the members, especially my better half, Mrs. C, on the other, um, which, you know, yeah, maybe increase the pain. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's it is what it is. Um, everybody will not always agree with you and that's the beauty of having a group of people come to discuss without going without any um you know everybody's free to like or dislike whatever they like this is evidence of our true um uh, i want to say individualism i guess um but well i say individualism i guess this is just proof that that the members of nollywood film club are not underneath my thumb or anyone else's and everybody gets to speak as free as they as they want to this might prove that they are haters though and i'm not so who knows um i do enjoy this film a lot um and um and uh, i hope you do give it a chance it's not without its flaws but i thought for the ambition it took it pulled off so much um well enough for me to cut cap for it uh you know like uh, I, I did enjoy a lot of the detail that went into this, but um, you're not here for my opinion. So please do enjoy Nollywood Film Club discussing Country Hard. Without going too much into either my goods or my bads, but one of the things that struck me amongst this was like, wow, this film has a lot of big names for something that does not look very high budget. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense. It seems like um, industry people um, pulled in some favors and called your friends. Um, even has Kaya J as a, as a cinematographer. So yeah, anyway, that's all interesting. But uh, welcome to Nollywood Film Club. Uh, hopefully you guys have seen Country Hard because we're going to discuss and spoil everything about it. Uh, um, uh, we do this every week, six o'clock. Uh, we are going to do the good, we're going to do the bad, and then we're going to do <laughs> summary. <laughs> going to do the summary. All right. Um, let's start. So we start with the good. Um, so, Atas, uh, tell me what you liked about Country Hard. Um, so I liked a couple of the characters and the actors who portrayed them. So Tina Mba, I liked in this. I think I complained a few times that she's sort of been this naggy mom for like 30 movies now. Um, and so it was nice to see her portray this role. You could kind of see her conflict, you know, between, you know, she loves her son, obviously, but also the disappointment um, and the shame. So that, that was really great to see her play a mom somewhat differently without the annoying nagging um i liked lola's boyfriend 
um, his name is not coming to me right now. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed how he portrayed that character that he was given. And even, you know, that at the end where he makes, at the end, towards the middle where he makes a mistake um, and he hits too many. You can kind of see the conflict there. There's a scene before that where I really liked him where he's talking to Timini's girlfriend in the movie. Um, and she's like, you know, Papa, you're about to be a dad or something. And he does this really dry laugh that's just sort of embodies the whole situation where he's uncertain about the future. But, you know, so those two for me were my major, were my standouts. Um I thought they did a good job of setting the scene and, you know, their, the locations they used and sort of keeping us in that world. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks. Uh, actually, Baj is actually, Baj's character is actually one of my favorite as well, um, especially because of, for me, what I think is the connection to the theme the movie is trying to go for. Um, but yeah, thanks, Otas. Uh, Anika, please uh, tell me the thing like. Um, so I, I really actually like this movie, and um, because for once it's actually telling like a more important, I don't know, like there are characters in this movie, and their stories are easily connected to by the people, and it's not just some like random gangster or some rich people. Or some rich middle class, some problem that is just like it's not really a problem. It's good. You like you can easily solve those things. But so that's one of the things I just want to. Um, it feels real. It feels like a movie, like movie made for movie, not just movie that you can just you can see the behind the scenes mechanisms of like um of spectacle. You can't like spectacle because most movies. For some reason, all of the shows, whether no matter where I turn to, no matter what country I turn to, they've just been spectacle for spectacle's sake, and it's no longer like connecting stories, you know, as much. So I loved it. It was a breath of fresh air for 2022 for me. I was just like, finally. Um, I would talk about like production-wise too. This movie is a very difficult type of movie to make. And I, yeah, I, I saw all the name and the producers and the and everything. And I was looking at the credits and I was like, yo, this is indeed a passion project. And um, it's just to see like this movie doesn't have that much money. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it has that, as much money. And it's a passion project. Indeed, it is by people who are in the industry and have, have relative like sort of names in the industry. So they can pull this type of movie off more than any other person that comes out. But like. It doesn't have that much, but the production of it, it's interconnecting stories. And almost at every single point, that interconnecting stories, it, they just, it's almost like they looked at the details, the details of the stories so well. Like, I'm just like, I am blown away. I am blown away by how they did it in this it's it's really it's like guys this type of movie is really difficult to produce in real life like it's really difficult because you need a continuity did they have a continuity manager that person amazing amazing work like for 80 percent of the time like it was it's just amazing that type of um, production i'm just like 
yeah oh my gosh they did it even better than some than some movies that have like millions of dollars and sometimes they forget some big hole or something but this movie did it so well and i'm just like shocked that it did it as as that um i like the stories i the costume design Let, let's also talk about the costume because sometimes people don't when it comes to costume design people don't really talk about modern costumes we think about historical costumes and all that stuff but the costumes in this fits the characters that they were they were they were talking about right so costume designer did a good job it fits the characters um for instance we can see um Timinini's girlfriend girlfriend right she is costume designed like you can see she's the one wearing the most matters something like oh she works for a big oil company in a in a big place so you kind of understand that um it's it's all the costume designs though it's not it's not at the place for the characters that they say there um the stories were lovely the acting was okay the acting was really good it was okay there's nothing too bad out of it like hey uh so i really like this movie and i i i would say it's one of the movies where the length of time is appropriate it's not like it's not com it's not completely useless it's not a use like come on how can there be a two-hour movie for for a movie that nothing happens but this movie something happens and all the stories and even though it's still a slow movie it worked really really well so I like this movie. It's one of my, it's one of my best for for 2022, and I do mean it because there's there's not been that much like capturing movies from 2022 yet <laughs> for me. Yeah. No. Uh, thanks, Anika. I think I'm with you. Um, I don't think this movie is without its fault, but I think uh, outside of Depending on where you want to put uh, Juju's story and uh, what do you call it, What's, um, him for Maria, yeah, this is probably my next favorite Nollywood film of the year. Um, I think. What else? Actually, sorry, you didn't even come out this year. I think this didn't come out twenty 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 one. My bad. Yeah, that we've reviewed this year. Anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, Vanessa, tell us the things you liked. Um, so, I liked a couple of the performances. Badge, I actually really enjoyed Badge's performances. Um, I liked Amomi. She wasn't like a standout, but she, I liked Amomi. Um, Amomi Dada, that is. Um, I also agree with Otas. This was it was nice to see. Um, Nambate character that's a lot more like quiet versus the constant yelling um, there was a scene because I, I didn't go back and watch this again I watched this like a couple weeks ago and I wasn't about to go back and watch it again but there was a scene that stuck with me and I don't know if it was I don't know if it was necessarily because of the acting but I, I just really something about it just struck me. So it was the scene where Omomi goes to tell her pastor that she's pregnant, I think, before she tells her parents. And something about that just seemed really nice to see because especially in Nigeria where a lot of people's faith 
is attached to their parents. You know, there are people who are Christians because their parents have always been Christians and they only go to church because this is all they've known. For her, it seemed like her faith was important to her. And, and, and that was evident in the choice to go and see her pastor. And I think it was just showing us more of the, the character that they've made her out to be. She's this really kind, good person, even in her interaction with Tokwetedela's character. So it just felt very much in keeping with her with her character um, and who, whom they've shown her to be. And, and I don't know, the interaction with her pastor was just super... It was so nice, you know? I don't know. It just didn't feel like much of the portrayals that we've had of pastors and, and, and religious leaders in Nollywood. Or maybe I'm just being... But something about it just felt really... It was the way he spoke to her. It was the advice that he gave her. You know, it felt like, okay, this is someone who she considers a spiritual um, leader, I guess, and someone who has impact in her life in some way, shape or form. And the fact that she went to him, she wasn't expecting judgment. I don't know, something about that scene. I it stuck with me. I really liked that scene. Um, and I wish there were more scenes like that, you know. And I think that's what this film does well, is human interactions. I mean, there is there's some things that are a little off about it, but it did a really good job with just mundane, everyday human interactions. Not even in the rubbery scene not in the toss uh, the tug of war for the gun whatever but it's the other things you know it's the tiny little human interaction things and I feel like I feel like that's where the film should have stayed is is making it as human as possible you know those were the moments that would have made this film even more memorable is those human interactions, those quieter interactions, you know, the conversation between Tinamba and her son, um, you know, those those moments are the ones that, that were important in this film. But yeah, I liked those, I guess those are the things that I liked. Um, yeah. It wasn't without its flaws. The writing was a little iffy. Um, especially with connecting all the stories. <laughs> Sorry, I'm entering my bad, but I I liked it. All right, okay, thanks, Vanessa. I enjoyed a lot of the the small parts as well. Um, there's a I was remembering that place where Tokpa Tedala goes to meet his friend, his guy, and before they actually go into the meet, just the way they greet each other. It really does feel like they know each other and they've, you know, they've met each other for some time. The way people, um, the way the children pass and that becomes part of the narrative. There is, there's, um, when he gives, when he gives um, that little child some money as Dash, it's just like very much Nigerian, you know, like, you know, you see a kid and, and yeah, especially if a person's having a tough time, like, you know, you dash them smart in, even though you don't have, or even though you've got money, you're burning or you plan for something. Yeah. I think there's something very uh, Nigerian about. Um, Just uh, on the topic of them being familiar as well, when uh, Amomi, Amomi's character was cuddling with the boyfriend, mm. when they were snuggling, like she was really in there. Like yeah. there was a tightness to that snuggle that, you know, they seem like they have snuggled before and they are used to snuggling like this. They figured out their position. 
<laughs> they found their position, position. exactly. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was that was uh, nice. Um, okay, so who do we have? Mel, uh, please tell us some of the things you liked about this film. Hi. Um, okay, so I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed watching this. I watched it twice in the space of I think a day. Um, and on the second watch, I didn't, I didn't feel um, fatigued or tired. Like I still enjoyed it on the second watch. Um, um, so launching off of um, the scene with Badge and Omomi snuggling, um, I think that um, they were they were definitely some of my highlights from the film. I think that in general it had um, some pretty solid performances. Um, even when even even when I had issues with some of the acting, it wasn't I didn't think that it was bad enough to take me out. Um I like Bad. I like seeing Bad on my screen. Um I think that Bad in Love is one of my favorite Nollywood categories ever. Um so I really enjoyed just seeing him be this person. Um what else did I like? Um, kind of uncle is in this. Um, I thought, I think that I thought she just really cemented. Like I've always thought that. Um, there's a there's a subtlety to her acting that goes overlooked. Um, directing wise, and I'm not a fan of that just being overlooked. Um, and I think that she brought it here. Um, like she just she just cemented her performance here cemented that for me like this this time where I see things and I'm just like you could not that was not scripted that wasn't you could not even script it if you'd wanted to um I don't know there's just something kind it has um I think it's very I still think that it's I still think it hasn't been pulled out yet but this this it's always there's always flashes of there being something extra special. Um, about her as an actor, um, every every time I think, um, I'm remembering. I'm trying to remember uh, Mama Drama now, but ah, we forgive we for, forgive certain things. But I think that every, most of the time when I see her acting, I'm just always just blown away by just the glimpses of that really special thing. Um, I think that's the point. What else did I like? Um, so yeah, the performances, um, I really enjoyed the people in it, some of the people in it, um, most of the people in it. Performances, the actors, um, it's, it's a, it's a very me type of story. Stories about the human condition, stories about just everyday people doing everyday things, um, are very me type of stories. So I'm not surprised that I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know anything about it going into it. Um, it got my attention from the very uh, from the opening scene. It got my attention and held it for most of the film. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that my biggest like, like when you ask me, what do you really enjoy about it? Like the, the first thing that I would think about it would be that there's some really there's some really tiny details that. I just appreciate the thought that went into it. Um, what are some that I can remember? I think, for instance, that 
um Tope Tedela's character has a dream catcher tattoo on his arm. Um and I think that's an allusion to to him being this dreamer. Um I think there's also like a dialogue that speaks to that as well that he gets. But I'm not I'm not maybe I'm just I'm just pulling threads together at this point. Um what else did I see? I, I thought for instance that the first time that we meet um I don't know anybody's character names. I don't know what that means, but I don't know anybody's character names. But the first time that we meet Timini and um Paul Utomi and um I think I think also Badge, because they're they're in the supermarket where Kindy works. Kindy's Dima, I know that one. Then the supermarket where um Dima works and they're buying stuff. Right. So the first time that we meet them, especially Timmy's character and Paul's character, is um there's a there's a there's a whole thing that happens um and kind of just there's something that happens there where kind of accuses Timini's character of buying alcohol and she's like well I know I know this alcohol is for you because you don't look like right that's what she says um but it's not actually for him it's 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 for Paul's character and you can see that as Paul is um I guess assuaging her and, and 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 sort of trying to to calm her down. Um, he's he's making that switch and handing Timini's character the yogurt and the biscuits, and he's taking the alcohol. That very tiny detail, that very tiny detail about just making assumptions of about people, um, and not quite being right because they present a certain way. I thought it was just, I just really enjoyed it. Um, there's one more. I think there's one more that definitely stayed with me. Um, I don't know. The, um, the, the other, others are pretty weak. Now that I no, I'm starting to remember some others that I think that they are pretty weak. Um, I think I think for instance, Tope Tedela's character as the atheist thief. Um, shouting Jesus up and down, right? Super funny. I thought it was really funny. Um, but I also thought it, we've made these jokes. Um, and then the one that I thought the, was the weakest would be um Dima catching her reflection in Omomi's character's blood, um, actually on the floor in the supermarket. There's something about her looking into the pool of blood and seeing herself reflected back that I guess changes her perception about life. Something about just that experience that changes her perception about life. I don't think that the point of it comes through in the film at all um, was also really lost on me. But I saw that as a detail that maybe maybe in that moment she came face to face with death and um, she decided that she wanted to turn away from 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 because when we when we meet her she's sort of choosing to die right um but then she comes face to face with that reflection and maybe she decides she doesn't want to go anymore uh maybe maybe in that moment she forgives herself maybe it's maybe it's a call back to some to her daughter lying in a pool of blood i don't know what it is if whatever it was i think it was really lost in the film but the point is i have lost my way but i'm coming back the point is that I thought that there are some of these very little details that just 
were very endearing to me. Um, yeah. And it just helped me enjoy it a little bit more. Sorry for rambling, but I'm done now. No, no, that was a nice one. Well, uh, nicely put. Um, great picking on some of the themes. And I don't think you were putting out a thread, except if I have just lashed on to some of the threads and we're both doing the same thing. But I think I caught uh, some of the things you were saying um, about um, that best character. But uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, Fida, do you want to tell us some of the things you liked about Country Heart? Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, these are the things that I liked. Um, sorry, it's a bit long, but I have some notes. So I, starting off with the opening scenes, I thought that those were nice and beautiful, introducing each character. I feel like it set the tone for the movie. And it also made you wonder, like, how have each character found themselves in their situation? Then seeing Kayende Bankole on my screen, I feel like she's a great actress. And when she cries, I cry with her. So if there's one thing I feel Kendi's characters embody is this deep strength in the face of adversity. So she definitely knows how to make you feel her pain to the point where you naturally respond as though you're sharing her experience in real time, which I liked about that. Um, there was, I really liked the angles in the supermarket scene when Lydie's character first walks in and then the two characters after that. Um, the rubber scene in the supermarket, I liked the detail with the plaster around his hand linking to chapter two where it's recalled a robbery took place and you see the stabbing of the hand. So like I said, the camera angles and framing, I felt like they used the camera really well. Um, firstly, it was used to introduce characters into the scene and help tell the story. I also liked the movements of the camera as Dima and her colleague looked around the shop. But I felt like what I loved was the most was when Timini's character and his friend are on their way to see the ill child and his mother. And as they walk, we see the robber in the background. And I felt like that was really good because the camera didn't even linger. So it's kind of like if you saw it, you saw it. So it was a good example of showing and not telling. Then you see him again where they almost hit him with the car. Once again, showing the reality of life that we somehow cross paths with people more than once without knowing. And sometimes these people play a part in our lives later on for good or for bad. So in this film, they were so consistent with the framing and the characters in the background. I really like that. Um, I felt like there was a lot of foreshadowing with the consistent thing of cars almost colliding with characters in this film and already showing the actual collision with Dima's child early on in the film as well. Then when we got to like chapter four, I felt like the stories got harder as the chapters progressed. I, I liked the scene where Rabi was directing the kids to get food for school and Uchuko gave the children money and Rabi advised them to take care of it. I feel like you showed a sense of community there. I feel like it was thoughtful and heartwarming, the communal protective response to the children, as obviously they know their mother is struggling. And even as they are struggling, they themselves are struggling. They were giving out of what they had to assist the children. So it was a subtly warming scene on for me. And you can tell a sense of character there with Ochuko in the circumstance because it's a, stra it's a stark contrast to the scene in which he robs Tola. So um, what else? Let me see. Okay, so I spoke about the wide angles. Yes, I love how they use that to tell the story. The large view of most of the scenes I felt left equal room for interpretation. And an example is the scene in which 
um, Ochuko follows um, Tola to rob her, and you can see how far he walks to get to her. And the line that I found that was funny was when he said, "You only get two seven, you only get two thousand seven hundred Jesus." And that Jesus line was funny because it was also ironic at the same time. So um, I like the pauses, once again, leaving room for the story to tell itself. There was really more silence than talking, if I'm being honest. Um, I have to say that it was beautiful and moving when, after the robbery when Tola helped Ochuko. I felt like I thought that Tola was going to hit him with the pipe and was profoundly surprised at her freeing him. And you could already see who Ochuko was from him giving the children money. And oh my gosh, I felt like he cemented some form of good character by giving Tola her phone and her necklace back. But I noticed that I didn't give her back that money. <laughs> so, um, what else? I mean, I wrote a lot, but I don't really want to say too much anymore. One thing that I found that was very touching was the scene between Ochuko and his mother. Another affirmation of also using nonverbal language to tell the story. Ochuko's outstretched arms when his mother asked what he forgot was so sweet. And the way he held her gaze till he wrapped his arms around her had such a meaningful intent. So yeah, and the last thing was that I noticed how they were all in the hospital in the last scene. And you would think in the final scene, there would be another collision of their lives, but there wasn't. So I felt like maybe it was ending with the fact that each actor or each character is continuing their individual journey without any more of that. The end. Thank you. Thank you, Vida. Thanks, Vida. Uh, you have come prepared these days. Um, I, I like, I love it. Um, just on that, uh, the thing you were talking about, collision, I'm going to read a tweet from Ezem of Kaduna. A thing that I thought I was going to be the only person who brought, not the only person, but I was hoping I was going to be the one to bring this point. But as I says, since I started watching Nollywood film as an adult, I've never seen such a perfect story. Uh, this is really what I think a collision cause should look like because your lives colliding really played out well. I love Country Hard and this is me trying to minimize words. Right, so Country Hard obviously speaking a lot to... Um, to him there but like i remember when i watched this i was like thinking if you want to even start talking about um the system uh and if you want to start talking about characters who are underneath the system this is how you do it yes. there, there are people who are in here who do bad things but there are also people who are in here who do not do the drastic things and the bad things that they do, mm -hmm. right? Right. So, like, it is not going, oh, because the system, people are poor, this is how inevitably, inevitably poor, poor people, right? Like, you have you have somebody like Tokbe's uh, uh, character, and then on the other hand, you have even have, like, his mother, who's just mm -hmm. obviously a much nicer person, but you also have... The widow with Son. Yeah, he hasn't stolen shit yet. Yes, you have Baj, and I'll get to why Baj is one of my favorite characters, and the depiction of 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 exactly why what I think this film is trying to show. But of why the film. Before you, and then you're gonna say I stole your point. You you did steal my point. Okay, you stole my point. That's just we've got it on record. Anyway, but thanks a lot for that. Um, all right, so uh. TFR, uh, please go ahead, uh, tell us. Okay, so I, um, first of all, I really liked Tinamba's performance. I think that was my favorite performance in the whole thing. 
I think um, one thing I know, I feel like Tinamba knows how to act like moms from different tribes and she's acted as a Yoruba mom and she did it well. She's acted as an Igbo mom. I'm thinking of Okafor's law and she did that well. She acted as a Bini mom in Isoken and she got the accent really well. And me, I'm very particular about if you're acting as a South South character, getting the accent, getting the pidgin rights and everything. And she did well in Isoken and she also did well now acting as somebody that is Yoruba or Isoko. And I think that was really good. So the pidgin was nice. The, some of the pronunciation of words, the way the pigeon is sing-songy, and just even the, her, I prefer her quieter performances, and I think this is this was one of it, and I could feel that was one of the very few scenes I felt anything. Um, I really, really liked Tina Mbade. I liked Omar Midada. I liked her hair. Like, her hair was really nice. That's just, by the way, but I really liked her hair. It was really nice. And I liked her acting. I really liked Omar Midada. In, in this film. I liked um I liked Kende Bankoli's performance, you know. I think she's always good. Um I'm trying to think what else I think I think that's all for me. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks Sierra. A lot of people liking Tina's um Tina's performance. I've been <clears throat> I've been one that has been recently started questioning uh Tina's recent performances. Um, and I think here, I agree with a lot of people in the first part. There's something about her, her tone that doesn't quite feel genuine to me. I feel like there's almost two different characters. I felt like uh, Tina's thing was going to be that she was so cold. I thought, oh, no, there's, there's no way this woman is given this yeah, I know, like, you know, the whole thing is, um, you know, a mother will always love a child and all that, but I really felt like I was being set up for a cold-hearted um, mother, a mother who was just sick and tired of her son's excuses, and uh, there was no way back. So it was a little surprising to see that turn, um, but uh, I'm happy people enjoyed that performance. All right, uh, Cynthia. Oh, yeah, so... Um... I mean, unlike uh, Mel that said she watched it twice in one day, I think I struggled to finish this film. This is your day. Yes, I'm coming. I have to set the tone. Everyone is saying good things, so I don't want to be gaslighted. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. So, first of all, I do like the intentions in this film, okay? So I like the idea they had. They had a very good one, um, like colliding with each other in a day, um, them going through a lot of hard circumstances. Like I saw it, I applaud them for the effort that they put in and the um, intentions they had. For most part of it, um, I didn't think I noticed any sound problem. But then again, um, the experts will be the judge of that. Um, the title card they used in this film, um, I I liked how they used it. Okay, so um, we watched um, the perfect arrangements and we saw they were trying to do something with the reporter news and it covered your screen and I don't know. But I felt... Um, 
this film um, used their title card well or better, um, but I still have a lot of questions with the title on the title card. Then um, my favorite scene in this movie was the bands between um, Omaomi and Baj. So when um, Baj was watching his clothes and she came and they were talking, I was connected to the IGs. They spoke in Yoruba. Yes, I have to say they spoke in Yoruba because there was someone they were trying to force to speak something that she couldn't speak. They spoke in Yoruba, a language they were comfortable in. Um, I felt like, yeah, this was like my favorite scene in this whole movie. And when they got to the bedroom and they were talking, I later got disconnected. And maybe it's because I felt Baj can give a better performance than what he did when they got to the bedroom. But then again, I I loved their chemistry from when they were washing their their clothes. Then um they I agree with attention to details. I do agree with attention to details. In fact, um, like um, from all the accidents scene, we could see that um, like when Dima's daughter, the balloon rode, she ran to pick the balloon, accident happened. Um, which other person against him? Timini's character, yeah. We saw the stuff come out from the car. He wanted to pick it, accident happened. Like we could see, why these things were happening. Uh, we saw um, even Omaomi gunshots. Uh, we saw how the gun flipped and how they rushed to pick up the gun and everything. Like they had a lot of attention to details. Yeah, but the only problem I had with the accident and then attention to details was everything happened in the same way. Somebody wants to go and pick up something, okay? And the accident happened. I just felt the writing was weak when it came to their accidents happening. Then um, I I liked all the efforts they put in this movie. Like I said, I liked the idea. I liked how um, a lot of things happened. It's just that I didn't love it the way everyone loved it. I liked all the efforts. Like you could see, um, yeah, some people had good dialogue. You could see bad things kept happening to people and you'll be like, um, the country's hard. Yeah, like, the efforts were there, but even with the bad things happening to people, I just felt it was still their personal life issue, and it had no connection to why someone would scream, country is hard, though. Like, they didn't have this... Um, they didn't have this tie back to the country. In any country, you can have... A mechanic problem, but why are you going to say country is hard in Nigeria? I mean, maybe flood happened, your mechanic duped you. So they had a lot of bad things happening to them, but I just felt like yeah. they could not. One the good. Yes, one good. Yeah. So yeah, like I like the effort. They had a lot of bad things happening to them. I just wished, yeah. So let me change my statement or let me change my tone. I just wish they were able to connect it to the external. Um, factor, which is the country is hard, and not just leave it slow as um, a personal life problem that can happen to anybody in, in in any country. And yeah, like I said, I saw what they were going for. Um, I liked all the effort they put in. I applaud them for it. Um, I don't know if it's the first time, and 
maybe that there maybe that's why there's so many gaps in the story, but yeah, I do appreciate their effort. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for that good section, Cynthia. Yeah, banned from the bad <laughs> section. Uh um let's see. So it was still still my point's gone. Anyway, there were a few things I liked about Country Hat. Um, I think uh, I think a good number of um, plot points were set up. So I don't think a lot of things were just coming out of nowhere. Mm. I, I, thought, no. I didn't think a lot of things were coming out of nowhere. Like, what did we do last week? We did Man for the Job last week, right? And it was like we started getting twists that were just basically felt like mm. they were getting just pulled out of somebody's ass. Yeah. These felt set up, right? Like... Timini bending to pick the car having a problem that Timini ended up having to fix. Mm. We've seen Timini fixing the car in the morning, Mm -hmm. right? We've seen that he's fixing the car with the headphones on. He's Mm -hmm. easily distracted. Mm. It makes sense that the car breaks down again. It makes sense that when he's fixing it, he has his headphones on. He's distracted. He's not paying attention. Apparently, that's not enough for Cynthia, but go on. Anyway, so yeah, a few things were set up. Um, What else? I don't think of anything else off the top of my head, but things were set up. Mm. A lot of things didn't just happen out of nowhere i guess um i liked when they tried to rob kane Bankole's character and she was like go on shoot me i just i just love the idea of somebody threatening a suicidal person (laughs) i love the idea of someone threatening a suicidal person and like the person's like all right do it and they're like oh shit no this is not what i bargained for so i thought that was a nice touch i thought that was fun um I think Kane carried her carried the depression relatively well. Um, I like Kane Bankley as an actor. I like her. I want to see her in more stuff. Um, Mommy Dada, she's a fave. I love her. I want her in more meaty stuff. Um, like I mentioned, the intimacy with Badge that was nice. I thought they seemed like people who knew each other and were in a relationship and had that um, had that comfort with within each other. Um, what else did I like about Country Hard? Um, am I the only one who doesn't think this is a different Tina and Bat performance? It's just some variation it's, of what she plays a, it's now. Better, it's, yeah, it's but it's, it's a better version, but it's yes. still some variation yeah. of okay. someone's relatively disappointed mother, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't think it was particularly special. That was fine. Um, I think that's where people are disagreeing with you. I think it's that. What did we watch last? Uh, I'm mistaken. It's all fine. Fine wine. Fine wine. Yes, yes. No, she was atrocious and fine wine. Um, this just seems more regular, Tinamba. Like this is what I expect from Tinamba. Better than I can even. I think this is only second two for Maria. Well, actually, it depends on how you split. But basically, we've got like four yes. of this same character. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm <laughs> um, just checking. Um, what else did I like? Okay, so let's get to Badge. Badge was the person who I felt embodied Country Had. Mm. I feel like Country Had was embodied in Badge. I think Topper Teller last character as well. I think these were the two people that were Country Had. Mm. right like badge is a graduate he's been trying to find work and he can't find work and he's hustling to find work and his girlfriend's now pregnant i don't understand why his girlfriend isn't looking for a job she just finished nyc she has a degree right she didn't, find job. She didn't mention shit about finding yeah. job oh did she talk about it 
Sorry. Why are parents are asking her like, Maybe does he have a job? Disclose the terms on which you. Look, I got bored at some point, so but we're in the good. Don't make me say I got bored. Yeah. Okay, I might have missed some things. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you're trying to discredit me for when we get to the bad. Anyway, his girlfriend's pregnant, right? He is trying to find a job, like, like he's still trying to remain cheerful and shit, right? Like, yeah, he's cheerful. His girlfriend comes in, he's like. It seems like an all right, all around decent fella, right? Mm-hmm. But he's really struggling because country had his girlfriend's pregnant, he has to look after her. He's gone back out to hustle. Like mm-hmm. when I saw him out, like meeting up with Timini's girlfriend's character, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, is this the same day? Like the timeline seems, but like, I'm just going to take it as literally his girlfriend just told him she's pregnant. He has one clothes and he has gone out to go and find work again yeah. with more intensity, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, country had. <laughs> He seemed like the one that really embodied country had. Mm-hmm. He gets to that place. He gets that disappointment. He has linked up with somebody else who has mm-hmm. told him, run this errand. Mm-hmm. And if you run this errand right, you get a job. Mm-hmm. Right? He seems like a decent fellow. Mm-hmm. He seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend's pregnant. Mm-hmm. He hits someone while driving. And it's not really his fault. He was checking his phone. But it wasn't completely his fault. It was partly his fault. He was distracted. Mm-hmm. But I think even if he had seen Timini... I don't think he would have had enough time to react mm. with, with the way Timini went into the road. Mm. So he has this scenario and we see him pause, right? Mm. We see him think about this. Mm. All of the implications play out. Yes. But his girlfriend is pregnant. Yes. Country is hard. Yes. He needs this job. And he fucks off. Yes, this is my, this is my, <laughs> this, this is, my this is but yes, yeah, this is a great, yeah. but yeah, he, he was, he is the embodiment of country hat. And if country of course, I've given me this, but it, anyway, it is, it's, it's literally a good person by almost everybody else's standard, right? Everybody's called him a very nice guy, making, making a, a very bad, bad decision, decision because the con, essentially, because it's essentially country, country hat. Country. But like, is it a bad decision for him? No. It's, it's no. no, it's not a bad decision for him. It's just not a good, good thing, thing to, to do. do. Yeah. yeah. Right? So he does a bad thing because country had. Yes. And like we see him do that. Like the, even talk about his character, like he's trying to escape this country, mm. but we don't really see his struggles. We just yes. see that he. That's why I said Baj was the Exactly. Baj was the one. We see his struggles. <laughs> we don't really see his struggles, this other guy, but like we see that he's trying to escape country. And he's trying to whatever, whatever. But Baj was really the character who embodied this country hard thing. Mm. And I think he was, yeah, I think he was he was quite well done as a character with all of that. Right. So I feel like they give us at least one person who really embodied country hard, which was nice. Okay. Well, I, I disagree that it was just um, him. I, actually, where I think wh- what happens with Tuckwest character is that I think they do almost the reverse right yeah they, they sort of like them. aside from that we've met him in the middle we know like he was a good person yeah. way he's a good student and oh he did well in school or whatever mm. and all of that and he got to the position but like you know country con- yeah, yeah 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 i know like i'm getting there so mm. we know that that has happened to him that yeah. he's gone through all of that um process but he's in the point where he's robbing people and doing bad shit, to yeah, yeah. Uh, to to leave the country because country had, by the way. Um, but uh, what happens is when you see the reverse in terms of when Tina's mom gives away her car, 
to her son, her car, like of this boy who has been like just an absolute pain in her, yeah. pain to her, gives away the probably the last thing because like she she hasn't what what happened to the last big sum of money I get last mm -hmm. sum of money I gave to you gives away her car. It's like that's like I don't have any more money left, right? Yeah. So I'm giving you my car, right? Take go and sell, right? And he instead gives the money away to um, that child that needs the cancer because he is actually a good person deep, deep, deep down inside. But country hard. But the country would do this to you. And sometimes it takes something like that to knock you back into sometimes like this film for me, if you haven't told, it's a film I really enjoyed. The story is actually very... The story... Um, all, they're like, how many parts? They're like, I don't know how many parts they are to the story, but like, they're all good. They're all good. They all make sense. I was waiting for, about halfway in, I was like, you can't keep up this steam. Like, you're going to run out. You're going to, you're going to mess something up. I was waiting for this writing to fall apart. I really was. Um, because it's like, how many more people are you going to show us? And how much more am I still going to care? But I did. Uh, I cared a whole lot about um, the characters. I cared a whole lot about um, what it, it was, um, where these people were going and their journeys. And nothing, I don't want to say nothing, the, 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 the story isn't perfect. I don't think the stories, are, uh, the, the script is perfect. I think there are things that are very convenient, um, definitely. But for the most part, none of those affect the dramatic themes for me of the story. Like they are all very, um, they are all very much uh, uh, in touch with how the country is doing you dirty. Um, in some ways, I think I think Cynthia does have a point. You know, like it's, sometimes some bad shit is just happening to people. Yeah. I, I and that's that's true, um, but like there the for the most part I think it's it's applicable is is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, my likes are essentially the the story, um, even without even without it tying with the theme, which it does have to. I'm not I'm not excusing it. It should it should tie to the theme, but like without that, it's interesting, and that's sometimes what. Um, people who do like a mystery thing. So like we start off with all these people, different people, right? And we essentially promise to see like how we're going to get there. And sometimes some films are just like hook, like the hook is just, oh, just wait until you see what gets there without actually adding anything to the actual scene. Mm -hmm. I feel like this film wrote five or six good short stories and managed, somehow managed to make them work in a coherent way. I think it's it's crazy that that worked. Like that's such an ambitious project that you put together, and that it came out anywhere near as good as this is, especially for what looks like a first. I don't know what's the first scripture. I'll double check again. But for, but for what looks like a first script, that's crazy. That's that's crazy. I don't care. <laughs> you weren't watching it. So you aren't watching it. I don't care. You aren't watching it. I knew you were 
Well, well, if you yeah, then I don't use it. But so 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 that's that's exactly what um that's that's sort of where I am with this. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to do the war. Um, so let's go to the back. And I have I have a ton of bad things. Notice how none of the things I said about how good this film is is in any of the production because the production is dog shite. It's like it's dog shit. I can't believe how bad the production is. I can, I guess, because it's probably a low budget thing, right? But oh my god, um, yeah. I let me not take too much of anybody else's thing. But um, so, uh, Atas, do you want to start as well? Sure. So I, so I really wanted to like this movie. Um, but I didn't. And so I thought critically about what I didn't like about the movie. And I was able to narrow it down into like three or four major points and then a few other petty ones. Um, I don't understand the title of this movie in connection to the movie, which Cynthia pointed out earlier, country hard, but I don't see how the country is hard for any of them. Other than you know the guy looking for his a job, um, Lighty, his name just came to me, and the rest of them, I just I don't know. Um, so I don't understand the characters' motivations, uh, any of them. Kendi's story just starts out like he has a strong premise and just gets lost somewhere. And I just, it just feels glossed over somehow because, you know, we see her in the scene where she wants to die. She's about to kill herself, literally has a poison to her mouth. And then her landlord knocks on her door, tells her a rent is due. And if anything else would make a person who wants to die continue to death, that seems like it would be the thing. But instead that like, I guess she changes her mind and then goes to work. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like it just, just doesn't go anywhere so and that that's is prevalent throughout the movie those parts of the movies like that that just don't go anywhere even the scene with the robber is like my least favorite scene of the movie it starts out strong and funny um where she's like shoot me and she's defiant and then she tosses the gun but then she's no longer defiant and she's suddenly scared and they're fighting for the gun. And it just doesn't make sense because she wants to die. He actually doesn't want to kill anyone. Why are they fighting for this gun? It just doesn't add up for me um, in that way. And yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, it seems to sell the drama in a way that is dramatic, but doesn't pay off. Um, I feel like the beginning tries to mislead us into thinking someone dies when they start, start out with everyone being sad um, and you hear the gunshot and it's obviously someone's getting shot but then you get to the end and it's like oh everybody has a happy ending more or less and it just the happy ending feels contrived this guy the the robber he has gone through all of this hustle to get this money to travel he goes to his mom after he's killed someone. Um, and obviously his mom doesn't want him arrested. All fine and good. She gives him some money. I don't know how much. Gives him her car to go sell. And then he gives the money away. 
he doesn't even return the car back to his mom. It's like, my mom is struggling. Like, your mom is struggling. Why have you given her car away when you decided that you're not going anymore? That just doesn't make sense for me. Um, and he wants to go to Europe. I don't know why he just doesn't seem to have a real reason other than the fact that he wants to travel and get bitches, which, fair enough, that's fine. I don't know why Timini is so angry. Um, he starts out the movie angry. He's rude the entire movie. I don't know why. Don't know what's wrong with him. He's just an ass wearing a school uniform. I, I don't know. And um, yeah, I think those two, three things kind of sum it up for me. But all the stories don't connect for me. I don't think they're coherent. It feels like they're trying really hard to connect their stories. And they do it well in some parts, like when they show the robber, like in the window of Timinus' car, where it's like a quiet moment. And I think they did really well with the quiet moments. However, when they try to connect them together in the louder moments, it just falls flat. Uh, also, no one in this movie knows how to cross the street. Apparently, the robber almost get hit by Timini's car. Timini apparently does not know that he's supposed to look at the road before he like goes in to pick up something. Like, I, I just don't get it. Um, so I really wanted to like this movie. It had all the elements of the kind of movie I would love. It just doesn't build the bridge that it promises to build for me. And I was very disappointed by the death setup that just doesn't pay off. Um, and I even kind this character in the end where she decides she doesn't want to die anywhere anymore, even though I don't think she ever really wanted to. I don't feel anything. I felt nothing for her the entire movie. And that I felt like that was a waste of a main character and a strong story. Um, okay. I, I do think Chandra's story is probably the weakest for some of the points that you have highlighted. I did think were, especially because like a performance was so, I did think a performance was strong in that Eddie bit. And what Kende's part feels for me is kind of like the filler for other people's uh, other people's st uh, st story, but um, I certainly get um, that 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 aspect of of uh, pushback. Um, I the others, I think we 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 can just agree to disagree. Um, Vanessa, do you want to? Uh, sure. Um, I feel like Otas mainly took a lot of my stuff. Um, I think there was a disconnect, and, and Otas, I think, put it in the best way. It's those quiet moments were wonderful and super reflective, and I, they, they, they had the most impact. But then when it became, you know, the transition into the bigger moments, it just sort of didn't land right. Um, yeah, and the end up in a bow pretty thing at the end just seems um, a bit of like a cop-out, especially when your film is called Country Had, and the reality for most Nigerians is not a happy ending. Um, I, don't, I don't know, it just felt, I genuinely wasn't expecting a happy ending for a film called Country Had, so it just felt a little off. There was the fact that that human being gave his mother's car away. It was like, so what was the whole point of this film? There was no growth in this character. How selfish 
of a human being can you be that this last bit of something that your mom had that she gave to you, you ended up giving it away. I, I don't, I don't, I giving it with, I, I, in fact, um, but only, I don't know. It just, there's, it wasn't offensive, you know, that we've watched other films that have got me all up in my feelings. Did it, this didn't have that effect. Um, but then again, it wasn't the most, impactful film either i think that's my main issue i watched this a few weeks ago i didn't have the intention of re-watching it for this and i don't think i have the intention of re-watching it ever again i don't know i think it wasn't anything that was largely offensive to me but it wasn't exactly the most i don't know yeah i think i think it's just a very meh film for me like the parts that i liked i really liked and then the rest of it was just like, okay, all right. Like, I could barely feel anything for Candy Bancolet's character. The only people who I genuinely really cared about were Baja and Omomi and their story. Because theirs was a real reflection of what the film was. The rest of it just felt... I think, And I think what was lacking was that thing that made you realize, okay, they're going through this because of the country. You know, the situations. I think if they had taken the time to just mop that up a bit I don't know but yeah I'm not particularly like affected by anything nothing really got to me that was like oh yeah I don't really like this so it's not a lot for me all right no that that point I think I can't remember when it was but there was a point where what was it it was maybe about half an hour from the ending I was like, oh, my God, please tell me somebody dies in this movie. <laughs> um, and because I just started to put together that they, all the people that were either shot or it had promised, to, you know, they had sold as being dead. I was like, I haven't seen any bodies. And then I was like, no, please don't don't save everybody. Uh, because I knew, I knew, I knew sort of like that he was going to sell the car and give the money away. I, I think that one was, I did the calculation with the maths. And I was like, oh, he, he just needs a little bit of money to add. Um, but, but yeah, I think that was a big, um, I think that's a big sort of offense to the story is keeping everybody, keeping a lot of people alive. Um, but, um, I guess it was one that I, I, I didn't mind. I, I thought um, Tokbo's character there was had as clear an arc as anyone, to be honest. Um, but points for disagreement. Mel, do you uh, do you have things that you did not like about this film? Oh my, I have quite a lot. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for that but let's let's see how this works if i don't if i forget anything i would i'm um, just raise my hand and I'll come back to say it um so my very first my very first um dislike would be that this um i think serious continuity issues um like i talked about all the little details just endearing it to me but i also thought that it had like 
continuity issues. Um, I have a feeling if I mention them, it would sound petty, but Topper's um, um, hair is, it, it's very clear that his scenes were shot on different days because the scenes where his hair is very neat, um, that's a really, the scenes where his hair is really neat and it looks like he just got it done that day. And the scenes where it looks like he slept in it a couple of days, um, for a couple of days, and there's like a, there's a braid missing from the front. Um, I, it threw me off because the timing of the hair is is very off from the rest of the film. Um, so that would, I guess, would be this is like a little continuity issue. Um, the the yogurt, um, that Timmy's character throws on the door of the supermarket. Um, it shows up multiple times um, for the rest of the film, and 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 most of the time it's cons- most of the time it makes sense according to the order of the film itself, right? Um, so there's some this one time that we're in, where yes, so where Baji's character is, has just bought the juice and he's talking to his friend and they're. And they're making the plan about, oh, we're going to the to the mechanic and then I'll send you the, the address and then you come meet my brother or something like that, right? They're making the, they're in the car, they're drinking the juice um, and we see Timini's character and Paul's character come out and the assumption is, and Timini's character has finished pouring the yogurt. So the yogurt is still there, right? Um, so according to the order of the film, it's consistent because yes, he just poured it. Um, she hasn't gotten time to clean it yet. It's there. When else do we see it? Anyway, we see it a number of times throughout the film and it's sort of consistent. But then we see it and it it's not there. We see the door and it's clean. Um, and, and that's a problem because Tucker's character comes in, into the um, supermarket to steal and then we have the whole scuffling um and then the shooting of Omomi's character right but prior to that something happened with treasure's character treasure bass's character and it broke kindly's character dima it broke dima uh, i like how everybody's just their names and then i'm just like this one character whose name i remember um, but yes, it broke Dima and she's crying. Um, she doesn't have the time to go clean it up because it's in the midst of this crying that Tucker's character comes and finds her. She's been head bent. She's been crying for a minute. Um, but we see the door one time or two times, I think, and it's clean. When did it get cleaned up? Right, so that's that's like, for most of the film, it's consistent, and then like somebody forgot, maybe, and it's clean, but it doesn't make sense because according to other film, she's been crying this whole time. She wanted to clean it. Her sister stops her, starts to talk, um, says all these things that bring back memories that break her, and so she's taking care of that, and she never ever goes back to cleaning. Speaking of which, she had like cleaning materials out. Um, by the time she raises her head and Topper's character has come in, um, the, the the mop has gone, the bucket, I don't think we see the bucket um, again. So like, sort of like that. Just tiny. I think, I think also that um, 
Topper's character, the way that he meets with Timini and Paul's character is they're driving off somewhere um, just before he's about to meet with Omomi's character. Um, and their car jams in. There's a lot of jamming in this film, but their car jams him. Um, the way that we see it the first time, when, when we're seeing it from... When we're seeing it from Timini and Paul's POV, it's set up a little differently than when we finally see it from Topper's character. Because when we see it from Topper's character, he he goes to the side of the door. Like, it he, he, he gets pretty physical. Yes, I think that's what it is. It gets pretty physical. He blocks the car with his hands. He goes to the side. He climbs on. He's trying to, like, get at them, right? But when we see it from Timini and um, Paul's character characters, there's there's no physicality at all. He doesn't touch the car. He just hey hey hey, and he leaves. It's pretty uneventful. But then when when we finally come around to Topper's character, it's, it's it gets pretty physical. Um, so like just things like that. Um, I think that they paid attention to detail. Yes, of course. But um, I also found continuity to be wanting in a couple of places. So that's another that's one dislike. Um, what's another dislike I would maybe maybe I can um, maybe I can segue from that into um, just my my much bigger issue with the film is um, there was something dishonest about it and and this is what I'm worried about that I probably haven't spent the time to like mull over my thoughts and like sit with my thoughts and determine what they mean and what are the right words for them um so forgive me if i struggle i fumble about a bit until i find it but um there's something quite there's something that feels quite dishonest about it um and this might be a this might be a um this might be um a continuation of the the thing I was saying about continuity because mm-hmm. the first time that the first time that we see I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So the first time that we, we meet the characters, we we see Tucker's character and he's on the bridge, which I love the way that the water flew, by the way. But he's on the bridge and he points the gun um into his chin and blackout but a shot goes off when this scene finally happens with Topper's story there is no shots and he I don't think he ever gets to the point where he's really able to like point the gun like like he gets close to him and he decides no I don't I don't want to suicide no more and throws the gun away um he doesn't he doesn't sit in it in the way that when we first meet him, he's sitting. And that's this that's is it a continuity problem or is it a dishonesty problem? Maybe I I want to say it's a dishonesty problem because I think it carries through the rest of the film and through the rest of the stories. Um because I think it's this is it's this choosing to give us a shot that sort of um that sort of alludes to the fact that he's done the deed. Um, the carrots through the way the stories are treated because the, the stories they don't feel like they don't feel like human people 
they don't feel like real people. These things don't feel real. Um, it's a little bit of the of the critique that I had for something special, where it's like, I know what you're saying to me, but what are the odds that the this guy who is in love is, is expecting a baby, he needs a job, he goes to the same supermarket as this this other guy who works with a cancer who works with cancer patients um who is really struggling in his relationship or trying to take his relationship to the next level um who is served by this woman who, who who has lost her daughter and blames this loss on the negligence of her mother and um shies away from her family as a result but is really struggling with like friends who encounters this boy who has given his mother a headache and who wants to go to Europe with nary a plan. What are the odds of all of these characters somehow, somewhere, meeting? Um, but like in such, I will come back to it, it's such a small community. Everything happens in sort of the same circle. Um what are the odds that all of these meetings are very chance? I think also, especially because of how communal a lot of Nigeria is, you know your neighbor, you've heard your neighbor's business. What are the odds that you drive this route and you pass by here on your way to church and you work here, but you don't know anybody? This is your first meeting. But this is this is supposed to be a world in which they're always existing. You use the same hospital. And it's supposed to be a world where they're always existing. They've always been existing, but they're rooted in what are the odds, right? Um, but back to the thing about dishonesty, because it feels like the movie chooses the spectacle of of their struggle over the people that they could be. Um for instance, a, a continuity issue would be also that the first time that we meet Kindy's character, she wants to, she wants to, she wants to suicide. She's just bought, she's planned it, she's bought it. She's there's a bowl of steel gary by her bed. Like she's like, I'm not going to clean this up. There's no need. Everything is. Meh. She's ready, right? Um, she's about to drink it. A call comes in. Is it the call or the or the landlord? Um. One of them happens and she hides the bottle under the table. That's what she does. She hides it under the table. But the next time we see her table, her bed stand, um, it's the bottle is there for everybody to see because it's about the spectacle of this woman being suicidal, being tired, having lost something, rather than it being about like an actual person who has hitting the bottle under the table and maybe out of sight is out of mind. And if she's come back from meeting her landlord and she's deciding that, okay, this is spurring me on to go to work to get some money to come pay him. Maybe that has been put off for a minute. It's not about the person, it's about the spectacle of it. So the next time we meet her in her room, the bottle is back. And it's, it's there for the dramatic effect of her pouring it out her cleaning her room or whatever and then pouring it out. What are the odds of all of this happening in one day too, by the way? Anyway, her pouring it out and it just being dramatic because it's for the spectacle of it rather than for, rather than it being like 
an actual story that feels rooted. Um, I think that that's just what I'm, and that's what feels dishonest about it. I feel like in, if I look at a, any story, if I look at all the stories, I'm picking up things that just feel like spectacles. Um, they just really, truly feel like, oh, this is spectacle of struggle rather than it being about like an actual person just going through something. Um, the, I don't, anyway. So that's, that's, that's the most that I think I can do with that point of it feeling dishonest in many places so I couldn't even get into the stories because it's not about the story it's about something else about the drama of it it's about the feeling that it evokes um another dislike that I would like and I would say maybe this would be the last thing would be that um I dislike the writing um Cynthia maybe because Cynthia was fishing Cynthia was like oh the dialogue was no I don't think I do I can't think of a single place where the dialogue felt good um oh part dishonesty this might also explain it for me because this this the, when treasure and kindy when treasure and kindy's characters are talking um she's like oh have you ever had a feeling that you wanted to, to just run away you know go somewhere else we've heard this before we've heard this dialogue before. we've heard the sentiment of it before we know what it's saying but the way that it's phrased um or not and i don't mean i don't mean go to another state i mean go somewhere where where this doesn't hurt anymore and and it just feels very dishonest because it if you're taking the words at face value they don't make any sense if you're trying to take them at an emotional at an emotional value they also don't make any sense so what are you saying what do you mean go somewhere but you're also like not another state which is, is there like qualifiers for where the somewhere is now Anyway, um, because it's about the emotion of it. You've heard it before, so you know what she's trying to say, right? And so you're like, oh, I understand. Of course, you always feel like you want to go somewhere where like, you can forget about things. But that's not what she's saying. It's, it's just the jumble of things. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But there's something about the film that felt dishonest. Um, but I'm talking about the writing. I didn't like the writing. I didn't like the dialogue. Um, I, thought that it, I thought especially the scene where... Um, we meet all our characters, most of our characters, Timini's character, Paul's character, Baji's character, Kindy's character. Um, I was looking for the script because it looks like a lot of it was was um, improvised. It really just really, um, the would be like uniform, oh, peak for me. But the rest of it just felt very improvised. Like the sentences following each other did not make sense. Um, yeah, I think I can stop here. If I remember anything else that I really wanted to talk about, then I would raise my hand. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mel. Um, a lot. Uh, I, I, uh, okay. A lot said there. Um, I, I think there's a lot. I, I think a couple of people have mentioned it. And there's a, there's a bunch of things, um, points focused on. I guess like if I'm going with what Mel said recently, it would be the spectacle, and and this film is certainly, um, or the story is certainly melodramatic. It's melodramatic as fuck. But like, if you saw that beginning, I do not know what you were expecting. It's like the beginning is the most melodramatic. Everything, everything after that is literally. <laughs> it's really, the, the beginning was like 
and 11 i was like oh okay i guess country really hard everybody was showing is about to off themselves uh, or, or or have or have apparently died is how they started really and the title of the film is country hard right uh, this is why like literally keeping people alive is my biggest pet peeve with with the story but i mean like it's a matter of taste for people uh, if you if you don't you know, things can go too far for any one person, but um, that I I don't I I you can't you can't fault the film for setting the expectations for at least some some uh, high amounts of melodrama. Whether that's your thing or not, I, I understand that's up to individual taste. All right, um, TFR. Tefa, either. All right, um, Fida, do you want to tell us the things that, you know? Okay. Okay, these are my dislikes. I felt like the ending was underwhelming. It felt rushed and quick to tie things together. I agree that I shouldn't have had a happy ending. At first, in the beginning of the movie, I got the vibe of Confucian Nawa in terms of having a set of characters whose lives end up entwined with a death at the end because we'd seen different people. The hospital scene where someone was being wheeled out and then Ochipo scene where it seemed like he wanted to kill himself. So I felt like that would have made the ending something and I think that that's what held me on to the end, who was going to die. So I felt like if Omar Omi's character died, it would have been good because it's already established that Baji's character is the most embodied of what the title of the film wanted to represent. Um, I didn't like Ochiko giving the mother, uh, the mother, the mother of the sick child, his mother's money at the end. It looked good, but it didn't feel good. It seemed like a final betrayal to his mother. Up until then, Ochiko's good character was authentic. That final act was not... Last one, I also wasn't getting the whole pouring yogurt thing, I swear. Like, it happened too many times for me to understand why that was a thing. Thank you. Thanks, Fida. Uh... I, I, I agree, and I think we've mentioned these endings uh, before as well. It's just, it did feel quite rushed to tie everything up. If you go. Oh. It, it, it felt like we were trying to tie everything up in the pretty bow and everybody's fine in the end. And it's, that's very country hard. Yeah, I, my, my, I don't feel like, um, it wasn't really much for me. It's just once I saw one thread about, you know, I was like, oh no, he's not, he's not going to try and keep everybody alive, is he? And, and now it, it, it feels a lot it's not like, because, like, you know, someone can get shot and survive, you know, especially where she, I guess, someone can get shot and survive. Somebody can get run over and survive. That's, it's not implausible. It's just very unsatisfying to have that um, in a film that had promised something else. Again, that's, so, like, my expectation of a happy ending uh, um, my expectation of not such a happy ending is is based on what I feel like the film promised me. Um, but yeah, um, all right, Inka, do you want to go next? Oh, sorry, TFR is here. Um, let her have a go, and then you can go next. Okay, so um, 
my dislikes. First of all, I don't think the writing was great. I just the structure was off to me. I feel like when it comes to like hyperlink, like like the technique of you know trying to link different stories and everything, it's really hard. So if it's not going to be done well, I feel like it's best to avoid it. Because I'm thinking of films that have nailed this. I'm thinking of pop fiction. I'm thinking of love actually. I'm thinking of you know, maybe something like Babel. You understand? And I feel like every time we try and do it in Hollywood, we don't really get it right. And I think that this was the same thing here. I feel like it wasn't just connecting well for me. The writing was... And the melodrama. Hey, God. Like, it was too melodramatic. I didn't enjoy some of the performances as well. I don't think... I, I don't think Polutomi performed well. This is one of... <clears throat> This is one of the weaker Timini performances. And I think that Timini and Teresa Edem are very good actors. And I just feel like they fell flat here. What am I, I don't even care about their relationship. Am I supposed to root for Timini to don't really care? Like, you just woke up and it's on the day and decided you wanted to marry the baby. I don't know, man. Like, I don't feel anything for them. I don't feel sorry for him that his girl did that to him. Breakups happen everywhere. Is this supposed to be the part of the country had? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Um, also, I really... Um, I don't... Timini's characterization, I didn't really feel it. Because this we have this guy that just finished sexually harassing somebody in the, in the supermarket, Kende Bankole. Now he's doing up cancer, cancer NGO... This and that. The whole Timini's character, if they scrapped Timini and Teresa Eden from the film, I wouldn't have felt anything. I don't think they were really, like, I don't think they really did anything for me. Um, some of the effects didn't work. You know, when the cast was, the smoke looked like cartoon. You know, something you see on Wacky Races or something, like, like it, it felt very cartoony, you know, the smoke coming out of the car and even the gunshots. I guess that it's low budget, but it just didn't do it for me. And I've seen that I don't think really made sense. I feel like if they are robbing you, your mind is not even a priest. I don't think the first thing they'll be thinking is Jesus loves you, this one, this one, this one. They'll shoot you. If you're a serious arm robber, they have shot you by now. By the time you are doing Jesus loves you, this one, come to him. He'll change your life all of that, I feel like that was a bit, like, yeah, that's not happening. You understand? I guess they needed it for the whole love conquers all. Even when people are bad to you, you'll be good in the end. And I just don't also feel how all of this happened on the same day. Unless, it, like, everybody woke up at 6 a.m. and started going about their day because that party was too early. I don't know, when the Lagos people started doing party at that time, the sky was very bright. Um, well, as in, it just felt like, was she going for evening service? That was, I don't know. It's just, everything was in one day. It didn't feel like that was the case. You understand? I don't think, like, if it didn't feel like that was the case. Talk where some of his scenes, he would act well. He wouldn't act well. He wasn't consistent for me. Yeah, so I... I, th I think the major thing, Sha, was the writing. I don't think the writing was great. I just feel like the writer bit more than he could chew. 
and maybe instead instead of trying to do this hyperlink thing okay but then i was thinking maybe he could have gone for an anthology but then he wanted to connect everybody together in this way but i just feel like this wasn't really done well and i like the premise i just feel like we haven't been able to perfect this whole linking thing that we try to do they try to do it in dwindle that was even worse and also we we like happy ending too much in this industry it might this ending reminded me of lockdown how everybody suddenly had a happy ending. even just too funny that we saw that they shot anyhow suddenly became fine and he's he you know he won the best peace square came to meet him and he won the best at the end of the day it's the same thing with this one we saw how these people they shot them they ran over and suddenly everybody is fine like we love happy endings and for a film that is called country hard like everyone has said it just felt like someone should die yeah so yeah that was that was that was that was it for me so yeah those are my dislikes thank you all right thanks Sefa. So, so I, I, I'm going to ask someone because um, I, as somebody who thinks that, um, you know, as ambitious as the script was, I thought it landed um, a lot of those links well. It's like, so for people who don't think it landed, do you want to expand a shade on, on where you, or, or a particular link or a link you think didn't work? Because I, I thought that we're really bold on. circling from everybody's bats to focus on the thing. Um, there yeah. are many instances. So, I so for instance, with all the different car accidents, it just doesn't make sense. It, and the only reason all of them happen in the same day is because they're trying to link the stories. And it's just ridiculous. Like who here does not know to look before they cross? Like how many possible almost car crashes can there be in one day with the same characters? It's it's a little insane. Okay, okay. I think what you that that is just a how much you can stretch your or suspend your disbelief, I guess, because I I imagine people probably get hit by cars every day in Nigeria. Um, yes, I imagine that's the thing. That's so what I. Three people interconnected, almost getting hit or getting hit by a car, doesn't make okay. sense. Okay, I don't. I, yeah, I mean, like you're saying the words, but yeah. Anyway, uh, do, you, do you want to say something? Yes. Okay, so one of the things for me is that the fact that everything's happening in a day. I was right. talking about how the, the things link, the yeah? Links, right? The reason why these things link is because they're occurring in one day, oh, right? Really? If these people were not doing the same thing in one day, they're not linking, interconnecting, and getting no, shot. I disagree. I mean, like, if, if, so, like, if this happened over a couple of days, it, it's possible, no? Like, it happened over ha a couple of days, I think, would have taken, taken some more pressure off of it for me. But let's start with, let's say Badge, right? Mm. When we first meet Badge, he is washing clothes, right? His girlfriend comes to meet him. She tells him she's been robbed, right? Mm. She left her house in the morning. She didn't leave her house at 6 a.m., right? By the time she left her house in the morning, our armed robber, our thief fellow, Topper Teller's character, had tried to rob Timini, gotten stabbed, 
gotten his hand bandaged, right? I don't know what else he had done this morning. He had gone to this other place where the kids were going to school, right? He had had that visa conversation with that guy before he ended up robbing her, right? Did, uh, um, this guy got stabbed the night before, no? Wasn't it 6 a.m.? Uh, was it 6 a.m.? I thought she I thought said... it was early morning. They were sleeping. Maybe, okay, maybe it was early morning. I don't yeah, know. basically, all that had happened before he robs her on the road, before she goes to meet him, he finishes washing his clothes, right? Mm. They go inside. They snuggle. Then she tells him she's pregnant, mm. right? Bit of time passes before then. Next thing we've seen him, he's met up with this other babe. He mm. has gone for job interview, mm. right? They've closed down. It's the amount of stuff that's packed into this one day. Okay, that's that is just okay. That's that's the that doesn't work. It's that's, part of the link. Though. I'm He's not meeting all these characters okay, that's, in okay, this one day. That's not what I mentioned. It's not working. I I can understand somebody saying I have that same issue, saying that it feels like too much is happening on the day. But that's not what I mean by the link. Like it feels like some people are saying the links are somewhat contrived. We're making, like, we're making them happen though. So another instance, this guy who is the robber, right? So whether that's character that's the robber, this seems like it's his area, right? But these people don't recognize him. He's robbing this babe, she doesn't recognize him. He's going to this supermarket to rob with his face showing, right? He's allegedly no longer on drugs, doesn't work. But she doesn't recognize him. Like he's doing this in his neighborhood in the daylight. Last night he was robbing at night. He has to be robbing during the day to link to this babe, right? That he robs to meet up with her again in the supermarket to feel bad about robbing her, then almost kill himself, then go back home. And it doesn't quite make all of the sense because it's his neighborhood. Um, I don't know. I don't know that it... I'm not sure that it is. Like, there's nothing about... So what? Because what happens is that his mom says, "I haven't seen you in the last four months." So, so I don't know where he's yeah, been cool. for, for a while. So like, I don't, yeah, but like I don't know whether, don't know what's going on there. I don't know because I did like initially the, say that right. A lot of things were set up right. More often than not, they've set something up right. Do I think it makes sense that somebody is consistently putting his headphones on to play music while fixing the car? Not necessarily, but we've set it up that he does do that, right? So when he does it eventually, it's not coming out of the blue. So I do admit that some things are set up. But I also accept that a lot of these things happening in one day with all these interconnections with these same people is a stretch. I'm not denying it. Like, of course, like, but like, it's a, it's, movie is gonna have some stretches no like uh, what i mean is like some people are saying like uh, the links don't work all right so, so we've got some hands up mel do you wanna sorry 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 not mel mel sorry i think i think hi so uh before i go to my bad i, I want to slightly kind of defend the movie but mm -hmm. Again, I'm not necessarily yeah. attacking Henry, and anybody can have what they feel about heart. Art is about subjection. I do agree with, um, yes, it's a stretch. It can happen, but it's a movie. It needs a story set up, and that's a story set up. I mean, we had 24 hours was a big show. And everybody, and in that 24 hours, every single, every single thing that happened in 24 hours happened within the stretch of an hour. My guy was jumping from buildings. My guy was, 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 was torturing people to get answer like if people can accept that conceit 
I just think that's a conceit of the movie. That doesn't necessarily mean that the movie... It's impossible to happen in real life. All these stories about every single one of them meets each other or something. That's the that's the conceit of those type of movies. All, all those interlinking movies, if you can accept it in Reservoir Dogs or whatever movies, all the all those type of interlinking, connecting movies, maybe I just... It's it's the conceit of the movie. Whether they did it well or not, it's it's another person's sub- it's, it's 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 that's due to subjection. But like I think that's just the conceit of the movie. That's how the movies happens. It's a stretch. I mean, even in what's it called? We watch Batman, right? There's a scene in Batman. It's de- it's day it's it's day it's daytime. It goes under a bridge, still ro- going with the with. with with the motorcycle and the and the and the night change it changes immediately to night. The reason why they change it to night, it looks cooler at night. So those things are just conceits of movies and production. There is no movie that is ever going to ever make that better because that's impossible. No movie is ever going to copy what things happen in real life because again, that's impossible. That's just that's impossible. I that's what I just personally feel. But it's also like the conceit of the movie. But also, I wanted to mention the one about the the Taiwo one. This is again my subjective feeling. Um, not uh, what's that name? Oh no, made the first character right? Or Idima. I feel like the thing of our connection is that why she doesn't necessarily go to commit the suicide. Yes, it wasn't written very well, but the thing was that she removed herself from her family and things that could possibly help her pay and just just help her get along in the world because she felt that her family killed as a daughter right and when she also now got into into a possible into a situation where somebody could have died accidentally from the gun she realizes that indeed it was an accident that was the thing like she blames her family and blames herself and i and i and i and her sister was like saying well it was an accident like it was an accident and when she was now in that condition of like okay she accidentally might have shot someone that might have led to somebody's death she then it gives her the opportunity to relieve that burden of like okay that could also have happened to me. That also it happened to me too, and like maybe kind of understand the feelings of a of a mother. That's what I read into it. I hope that's what they were going for. I cannot talk for the writer. Maybe that's what they were going for. Then again, I tend to be very generous when <laughs> whenever I'm interpreting things. Um. So, the movie, like, what I what are my bads about the movie? Okay. I agree. Production-wise, I'm going to talk production-wise. There was a lot of that lapel mic thing that was going on with the so with the with it. Um, there was also, yeah, some of the um, what's it called? The special effects were, were very cartoonish. Um, yeah, the the I do feel like the framing, the composition of the camera work works well, but it clearly. The camera is not of the, exactly the highest quality or something like that. I, I, like, 
I feel like the things, the composition of the in some of the scenes that we have, the frames that we have, is actually quite okay. It's okay. It's actually quite. It's actually very. There's some very inventive like framing and like blocking that will actually happen in the movie. But you can also tell like it's not. There's not like a lot of study camera or all those things or all that, and maybe the camera quality that they even have is not exactly of the highest caliber. It's a it's a low budget movie, and I I don't think any of this production quality things take away from the movie because the biggest production thing about this movie is because is how the continue yes there will always be continuity errors in movies but like for this type of movie and for it being a low budget they really really paid attention to details. Guys, they really, really paid attention to especially where the actors were because they have to, guys, you don't like they have to continuously, um, you they, you, for instance, the the throwing of the of what's it called of the milk or the yogurt on the on the door, we see that at many different angles. That is being shot across maybe many different days. You are repeating the. You're repeating it. You're repeating it. You're literally repeating that, and and it's just that that is amazing. That is amazing because I have like we like I told you like we saw that what's it called, um, glamour girls and glamour girls is not even this type of movie, right? They couldn't even barely, barely even give the sense of like okay. And that scene still gets to me because I'm just like, I, I, I can't concede, even if you think about production, how, how the movie is made or what the reasons of all the, all the sign, I can't concede why they didn't just simply have the rich man leave the house and then the, the security guard and the woman have, have an affair. No, he's still in the house. Like, the only conceit that could always come up is just like production issues and they don't want to pay something and they don't want to do something. That type of laziness that keeps on having in in, in, in Nigerian movies and they do it purposefully because they've literally said it that, oh, Nigerians will forgive a love like this. That's the only thing. That's things I don't, I don't forgive. I don't forgive that because it's like basic. It's basic. It's basic. You shouldn't take that much. It just means that you're just, you just don't want to waste your money. You just don't want to waste your time. You just don't want to do the work. That's it. And this movie is showing, they did the work. They did the work. It's so, it's so, it's so, it's, it's so boggles my mind. Like, so we can do it. We can do it. It's. It, I'm. I'm so. I'm. I'm. I, I, we can do it, and the, we can do it. We don't necessarily need all the fancy, fancy. What's it called? Quality cameras or all the budget in the world to just even be able to do the basic thing. Like I. 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 All the production thing disappeared in the story. For me, and that's some of the things I'm um, about production wise. Story wise, I get what everybody's saying. Yes, and I do agree with Mel when she says that there was a dishonesty. There was definitely a dishonesty in Top of the Dallas, um opening scene, right? It opens and he, he he fades to back and there's a gunshot, right? And then when we see that scene again, there's no gunshot. There are many ways they can do it. It fades to black. They could have just angrily shot a gunshot in the in the hair. What they did was just throw the throw the gun and you hear a poop sound. First of all, that sound is not the it doesn't 
exactly have a good sound of like how a gun hits or water, but at least they bought some they bought some sort of sound of and tried to put it there. So I'll just give them a passing for that. Because other movies will probably not even do that. And, boop, and I'm like, oh, wow, no, you you made a very shocking opening say something. You should actually account for that gunshot. That's dishonest. That's actually dishonest. Yeah, I agree with that. Is this movie melodramatic? Yeah. It began very melodramatically. It began very melodramatically. And I do agree that somebody should have died. Somebody should have died. I actually thought it was going to be a Morumi's character. She was the angel, like the sacrificed angel. And I, like she was, she was the nicest character in there. She was basically kind of almost the heart of the character. And if she had died, it would have given it a more stronger conceit. But I get that it's in Hollywood. This is sort of like a main, mainstream. It's not mainstream, but it's kind of done. Kind of, I get that. And I felt like, Indeed, indeed, they rob themselves of something more strong if she had died. But I'm trying to challenge also my views. This is what I kind of agree. But I've also like, why do we need tragedy for something to be a much stronger um, <clears throat> conceit of tale, of tale? And I think maybe that's just a structure of, of storytelling from history because we tend... Whenever we do tell storytelling, we tend to take it more serious when something is tragic than we take comedy more seriously, even though if they're talking about the same thing and they have kind of the same sort of um, themes and thing in there. But, hey, I feel like it would have been stronger if if she had been sacrificed, especially she who had the most sort of belief in it. It will literally be the greatest criticism of the movie being country ad this 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 angel of the story this goodness of the story she even helped the person that attacked her was swallowed up even by the country and to make it even more more systemic to the country which is what i also think they should have done for all the other stories they could have connected to the systemic issues of the country for instance um when her daughter gets gets was gets struck by the car this little girl goes to the hospital. They should have taken the little girl to the hospital. And then we see that we didn't have this, the, the things to be able to take care of her. That will be like a, a critique of the healthcare system, right? Or the same thing will also be after, after um, a mom is shot, right? You take her to the hospital. And then they say, where is the police report? Because, because if we don't have a police report... We can't do anything. And then she dies, you know, from that, from those things, those things of them connecting to systematic issues within the country. I don't necessarily mind Timininu's like angry guy thing. I kind of did find it a little bit strange that he just sexually harassed, but I can buy it. I can buy it. Men do that. <laughs> I can buy like he might have sexually harassed the woman and just still like really feel that his love for this, for the one woman that he likes because, you know, sometimes the one woman you like is more respected than the one, than all, all the other women. But I can buy, I can buy those things. I can buy that people could, could be, evil in one way and be nice in another way because that's just the way reality is like 
monsters all like Hitler was nice to his girlfriend. <laughs> there were people like I people don't even know this. Like you know, um there were people like I can not get sidetracked. I'm not getting I'm not getting sidetracked. I I I but I'm just saying like I can get I can buy those things. So I don't necessarily think that the characterization of some of the characters, even if they do something bad in one place, they're not necessarily like that not bad. I think I get I get the criticism that the, the naming didn't really really go through with it. I saw it and I said, Yeah, I yeah, that was one of the issues I had. But this movie is the dialogue too. Sometimes the dialogue can be conky. The dialogue can be conky. The person People can write good stories and be very bad at writing dialogue. People can, and that's an issue. Maybe you should have gotten a script writer that is better at writing dialogue, but that 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 I can see too. I agree with people on that, and those are my dislikes. But I really think this movie is really, really good. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Ayanka. Uh, I actually like that point about um, you know necessary people who I, I forgot somebody raised that Timini point. Um yeah and it was actually even though like I have my Timini I have my Timini issues, especially when he's doing uh, certain types of um when he happens to be in certain types of roles. But when he turned out that he was, you know, a guy who was working with a charity for, like that was that was oh okay what an interesting thing this asshole this person who has just been an asshole to this supermarket uh, uh lady is actually doing really good work and like you see him when he sat with um um this character that that he really cares about the work you know the um paul paul's character tests him in the car and all of that whether he's ready and all of that like it it's that feels very intentional to me like Yes, we know he was just an asshole, but look at my guy. You know, he's still doing the work. Um, good work. Okay, uh, Cynthia. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I had an idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yeah, so why are you laughing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the energy because I do not I don't understand this film. I'm even shocked how you people can pick what was happening early in the morning, what was happening in the morning, what was happening in the evening. What I'm shocked. I'm shocked because this film lost me in every way. And I just felt Ekene was trying to gaslight me <laughs> throughout this space. Yes, um, so continuing from what Oyinkon said about um, Kende's daughter, because I actually wrote it and I was going to like bring it up in my life when I was saying that um, nobody in this movie had um, anything significant or anything that was going through their life was not tied to how the country was had, okay? And when Kainde's, um daughter had accident, I, would, I was really expecting them to like take her to the hospital and seeing a problem. But then again, we had two other people that went to the hospital and everything was smooth and easy. Even um, the Paul Otomi's character that was trying to leave the country, I also, yes, you're trying to leave the country, but um, they didn't tell us 
while he's leaving the country, it looks like he was enjoying his NGO work. It looks like he was doing um, so good there and everything. Then over the bash character, you guys are still trying to gaslight me to believe that he embodied country had. I knew he was poor. He was looking for a job. Or maybe his acting was not convincing. When he went to meet Teresa, I was like, he was looking for a job. I was like, okay. I didn't feel anything, okay? I mean, the next time I see him driving a Lexus Jeep, I didn't feel like the country was hard for him. I I don't know, man. I really do not know. And the only person I felt bad for was um, Iredia's mom, Judith, um, Judith Aldo. Maybe because as child had neuroblastoma, but the other people, I did not feel anything. I I didn't feel anything. Over when Kanye, Kanye, over when Kanye Bankole's daughter died, I was like, okay, like there was nothing. This movie was empty for me. This movie was totally empty for me. Okay, then um. Yes, like um, TFR have raised um, the two minutes character. And when I started watching this movie the first time, immediately we got to the supermarket, 20 minutes trying to pull his trousers. I just got off. Like this movie just knocked me out. And this is because um, the way Nollywood treats sexual harassment, they put it in and they did not resolute it. So we had no resolution to even make it worse, but Otomi was carrying him and shining his teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what is wrong with you people? Then they now gave us different things and they now tried to paint him as a good person. He's raising money for NGO. And so what? And so what? This guy committed sexual harassment and you people just let it be like that. Like, I was just... Maybe that's what made me dislike this movie because from there I was just like, well, this is want to happen. Let it happen. Now, this movie was so slow. It's not like it was a slow burner. I mean, um, like I like I would tell anybody that um, Green White Green is an abstract movie. The first fifteen minutes, it took me out. But that movie was a slow burner. It got interesting. I knew what was going on. I was able to connect. But this movie was slow, and I lost interest. At the time, they got to one of the chapter. Okay, maybe um, when they were fighting for the gun, I felt like this was cartoonish. We're still in chapter one, and they shot. I, I, I was anxious. I was like, mm, who did they shoot? <laughs> when they finally got to Omar Omi's story, and I saw that she was the one they shot, I already lost interest in this movie. I already lost interest in this movie. Another thing this movie did was that this movie was very easy. So... We watched Fine Wine, and the writers of Fine Wine, they came to us and told us that we're going to watch a straight line. We're going to watch an 100-meter race, and you expect an 100-meter audience. But these writers wanted to gaslight us. They came with, we're going to see audience. But rather than the characters jumping through the audience and solving the problem, it was as if they were just pushing it away. So they introduced an obstacle and they push it out, okay? And this was what happened throughout the movie. So, for example, Timini and Paul, they were driving. They saw the car that um, Teresa left. Timini had a spare key in his friend's car. Easy. Okay. His friend knew where she would be 
and maybe she returned back to the party. I was like, okay. Now, they saw this car. Nobody thought of calling her to know what happened. So it was as if they knew that a battery died. Then we later got to his friend um, seeing um, Timini on the way. Um, that, sorry, Timini's character. They got into the car. They drove um, back. They saw him on the floor. I was like, oh, we have seen another obstacle. Then she was like, oh, thank God he had paused. So it's as if they're bringing the obstacle and the next two minutes they are cancelling out everything. So you would think that ah, these people have worked so hard, but really they were just pushing everything away. The next minute he had paused. I felt the minute was dying. Okay, he had paused. They put him in the car. My guy that looked like he had ju- he, he just finished having brain hemorrhage, started vomiting blood. He went to the hospital, he's already yearning. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Then the next thing is alive. I, I don't know. I just felt they, they took the easy way route. Like they took the easy way out throughout this movie. Then um, the title card. So they were doing chapter one, chapter two. At first, I had no interest in this title card. Okay. And but I was saying it. I mean, I like how they use the pigeon. Um, what was even chapter one? Is it um trouble with the split go we can I can't even remember. And the reason why we cannot and the reason why I can't remember the title card is because everything they put there did not match the story we're seeing. Okay. So they go to chapter three. And I saw this phrase that I always use. Um what was it? But the crayfish bend. What was what's the crayfish bend? <laughs> now condition make crayfish bend. Yes. Yes, that's the phrase I always use. <laughs> Cause I, I've I've been using these phrases when I was young. So when I saw now condition make crayfish bend, I got into this story in chapter three. Throughout the story, I was looking for the condition that made crayfish bend. Honestly, they were both poor. Fine, she got pregnant. Okay, so I getting pregnant is supposed to be a condition, but with this story, I. I don't know. The next thing, we didn't even see the negative impact of the pregnancy on her. Like, I didn't get it. Sorry, something is happening. Like, we didn't see the negative impact on the um, pregnancy on her. But we got to a point where she was like, oh, my father is not talking to me. So I was like, oh, maybe this is what is making the crayfish brain. But because these people were so easy in writing and very lazy, two minutes after that call, She's calling to uh, she's calling her boyfriend Lady and she was saying, My father is not talking to me. So like it just felt like they finished writing this and they thought of um what are the idioms or the adage that Nigeria say and we can put in each title. And when you go back to watch the story, it felt like none of the titles they were giving them match what we were watching. Then talking about coherency, I need to fight a because um from the beginning of the story to the ending of the story, like I said, I did not know the days. Like, I did not, I felt like they have gone through three days. It was when I went back to read the, um, is it title or whatever they put at the back of the story, and I was at the beginning of a movie, and they'll be like, oh, I saw everything happened in one day. I was shocked. I didn't know what was going on in this movie, okay? Like, and... Um, somebody also talked about the um, pouring of the yogurts because 
I'm watching this movie. They have talked about Timini and Paul's character. So Timini and Paul's character visited Iridia's mom. Okay. I mean, the only person I felt something for. They started talking about proposal. Ah, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Immediately, they carried us back to the supermarket scene of him pouring drink. Then that brought us back to the party of him doing proposal. Like, this movie just scattered. It was so scattered and disorganized that I honestly did not follow. I honestly did not follow anything. We got to Ochuku's story. Ochuku um, had money in his pouch. He, the children passed. He gave these children money. He told his friend, ah, this thing's like 350k. The next thing is saying, Omaomi, somebody on jeans and shirts with a natural hair pack and he wants to rob her. Excuse me. You have, like, the money was looking for, you cannot get it from that kind of girl. So it felt like they just wanted to connect everything and, and, you, and I didn't see anybody's motivation. I didn't see any country had. I didn't just see anything. I didn't just see anything. Then another thing this movie did to me that um, got me pissed, like um, Bash performance, like I said in my life, I've seen him done better. When we got to the bed um, scene, I was like, Bash can be more romantic than this. They took good actress and actors, and most of them gave us lukewarm performance. Okay? So we have Teresa Adam. Teresa Adam literally carried my village people on her back. Like, she was the person that will make you continue watching my village people with all the sound problem and everything. And I didn't even know what was going on with her performance. Like, like I was just lost. Like, I expected more from her. And then she now had a dialogue with Badge. And when she was talking to Badge, I felt like she was talking like a mother. I didn't feel like... I didn't feel like they were talking like age mates. I was just hearing, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Like, that's what an old woman would say. Then we also got to treasure um, Obasi. Like I said, doing batch and um, Omawumi washing clothes. I was happy that they let them speak in their Yoruba and they was comfortable. And it was as if they were forcing this babe to speak pidgin. For every time she opened her mouth to say something in PG language in the supermarket, I was just knocked off. She, I don't know what was going on with her. Then we saw Candy. Ah, from the beginning, it was as if she was going to carry the movie. Then they just had to make give her a cartoonish something when they were looking for, when they were trying to fight for the gun. And I just felt it was mocking, or it was a mockery of our performance, or what they showed to us from the beginning. Then finally, the funniest thing this movie did was the robbery. When, um, what is his name? Ochuku. <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know why he had to rob that babe. He had 350k. That babe looked like someone that was very poor, that would not even give him money for anything. But I mean, the characters just have to meet for the story to connect. When he went to Roba and everything, and she started preaching, I was shocked. I was shocked. Like, nobody on earth 
we preach like that after seeing a gun and all the whole bad things trying to not be a good guy i really don't know man i really don't know i just did not enjoy this movie that's all okay you didn't you don't know that's fine uh uh, that's just me being a little cheeky okay so i mean (laughs) bless me oh good bud um, so I think we have done everybody's thing. And this is it. What did you not like? Uh, are there no hands up? There, there, there are. Let me... Okay. Uh, I'm just going to echo Cynthia on that robbery thing. When she started preaching to him, <coughs> bless you. When she started preaching to him during the robbery, I was like, I will find more to steal from you. I will steal your shoes, your clothes. If you start preaching to me in the middle of a robbery, you will go home naked. Um, so I, I found that bit quite ridiculous, frankly. But then again, Nigerians are... Nigerian it's ridiculous. So he pointed a gun at her. It was ridiculous. I've been in robberies. None of us thought of preaching. Um, yes, <laughs> it was outrageous. Um, I want to say Nigerians are wild enough to hear that you're not atheist, uh, to hear that you're atheist and be like, oh, that is more abhorrent than you robbing me right now. But again, I've been in robberies. Nobody felt inclined to preach. That was ridiculous. Um, what else? Uh I feel like they did, they tried. So when we started with the chapters and we're like, okay, we're doing this from multiple POVs. Cause we were both saying, how many are they going to do? Right. And when the first POV ended only how many minutes in, we're like, okay, shit, this is going to be very many POVs. And I feel like we didn't need that many POVs. By the time we got to the third one, I was tired of going back to the beginning right? I was tired. And I don't know who suggested that maybe an anthology could have worked. But they're not repeating the stories. Can I? No. Mm-hmm. I don't know who said an anthology could have worked. And I think it's possible that an anthology could have worked. Um, because I like different individual stories, right? But I think putting them together in one film didn't give a lot of them room to shine. Like Kane Day's story, right? With her daughter. I feel like there was a story there, right? And when it started with that, Sons, the melodrama of the first scene, when it starts with Kane about to kill herself, I'm like, okay, what's going on, right? And there was so much story there that could have happened with dealing with the death of a child and all of that that we didn't get to experience because, you know, we had all these other different stories to shove in there, which ended up making her story mean very little, and yes, it didn't really work in the theme of country had. Her country had was her landlord was chasing her, and that was barely a thing. Because your daughter can get run over by a car in any country in the world, hard or not hard. Yes, I'm sorry, it's not unique to it's not it's not part of it's not the Nigerian situation. It's not conditioned that she left her child with her mother. Everybody leaves their child with their mother, right? And some people just stopped watching her and she got hit by a car. It happens. Shitty. But it's not country hard. But even that could have been a very interesting story. But we don't do anything with it because we're trying to put in all these other things. I could have completely done without Timini's POV. He added the least to the story. 
the absolute least I could have completely done without his POV. Like, if we had followed the widow with the son with cancer, it would have been more interesting and more country had than whatever Timini had to offer to this story. Because I didn't get his character. I didn't understand him. I really didn't. One minute he is sexually harassing the um, cashier. The next minute he's talking about how, you know, really how committed he is to his job, how shitty it is that this kid has cancer, he's really committed to fixing this thing. Next thing, he's trying to marry his girlfriend. Next thing, he's lashing out and being an absolute cunt to her because she's like, yo, hold on, I have other plans. Let's figure this thing out. It's like, there was nothing, absolutely nothing, his character, his whole thing added to this story for me in the sense of needing to follow his POV. I would have been perfectly fine with him being an irritating customer in the restaurant, in the supermarket that Kendi Bankler's character had to deal with. I thought it was fine. I, you know, I enjoyed her, like, giving him a telling off and set down and all that. Um, what else? Yeah, at some point, the timeline started, stopped working for me. And I think that is the problem with so many POVs so many people's stories happening in one day and needing to go back and address them all. The timeline stopped working for me. And I'm going to focus on this Badges character. I've said it before, but Badges character's timeline was the absolute hardest for me to comprehend being in one day. It just didn't work. I say this as I know the amount of things I can accomplish in one day and check off in one day and go from point A to point B in one day. And this guy was doing all of this inside this Lagos with all of this traffic. It's just when he went to the car dealership, I thought this was like a previous day, like a flashback. And then he goes, my girlfriend, get belly. And I'm like, okay, so this is the same day. He's left home. He's showered. He's gotten dressed. He's gone job hunting all in the same day. It was too much. The timeline stopped working because we tried to do too many in one day. I feel like, I think there's things in there to enjoy. And yes, it did lose me at some point. I just got uninterested at some point. It lost me. And Mr. C is going to say, I was pressing my phone, I wasn't paying attention, and that's why I missed stuff. But it lost me. If it, if it didn't, if it kept engaging me, I would have paid attention. Or I would have paid more attention. But yeah, I think it tried to put too much into one day, and that was a problem. I'm perfectly fine with those into... In fact, I love the idea of people's days intersecting and all of that stuff i thought it had been really interesting but it didn't really give that for me it didn't work the timelines didn't work and also yes i felt a bit cheated by the cop out because we do have that title card with him allegedly shooting himself we hear the gun go off and it leads to the title card and we're like okay and then he doesn't follow through and he throws it in the water and i'm like okay what's that and nobody dies. Literally nobody dies in Nigeria where countries had. And everything's pretty in a bowl. I'm sure even the baby's fine. Because um, that's how neat and pretty everything wrapped up. Um, what else? Yeah, that's about it. I I just wish they didn't do too many starts again. I wish they didn't try to put too many stories in one day. I think if we'd stuck with three intersecting stories in one day i think it would have been a much more bearable i think i would have enjoyed it more i wouldn't even say much more bearable um because it wasn't unbearable it was yeah i think it would have been a better watch i think it would have elevated it if they stopped a fewer timelines within that one day or expanded the time period and made it not one day something or anything okay all right um 
for me, uh, I think my 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 issue is aside the ones you said, people men people mentioned bunch of characters as being the least effective and amazingly nobody sort of mentioned Paul's character because for me Paul's character is the only person who feels like he's sitting above all of this and it's kind of weird because he's the writer and the director <laughs> um, he doesn't he's sort of the one trying to help even Timony through his through his bullshit I don't I don't I agree that Timmy's character is is wacky or well, I guess it's written intentionally kind of um everywhere, which I actually kind of like. I really liked that that juxtap because like it's it almost happens back to back where you 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 see him be just an absolute asshole and then he goes into a into his work car and it's a charity for cancer cancer patients, which I thought was oh okay. And I thought he actually did well in the acting for when he was um, speaking to to um, to Judith's character. But um, things I didn't like. The yes, I I just I it gave me some more Namaste Wahala director thing where she put herself in the movie to sort of navigate and help make the meet cute happen and like solve the problem of the movie this is nowhere near as bad um but it's weird in a film where everybody's life is kind of a mess that he put himself in a role where he was kind of the only person who had his shit together and like was guiding people but i that's just the you know thing that felt a little off to me but like he's the one person who really didn't feel like um it, it needed to be there um there's there's so many parts of the production that is bad that's just i i, I feel it's unnecessary to even start going through them sound was bad in many places lighting was bad the cinematography i thought was bad in many places like it just wouldn't stay still at points it was just it just looked so unprofessional um uh, the um the yeah the sound was jesus the, the audio that kept on moving from from sometimes it switched in between uh, from different sources in the same scene um the pearl transmitters were shown at the back uh, just uh, quite the mess. The editing, oh my god, the, the guys with the doing that wipe. I, I, I don't need. I think somebody's walking across and it's changing the same. Like we, you're not in the music video. We don't need to be doing any of this. Um, I thought that was kind of distracting and unnecessary for that. Um, what else? I do think Kendo's story is the weakest of the bunch, although. Um, I kind and like her arc is the one I I understand the least. Uh, not I can I I can see where I can make excuses for it, but like I think that would be I would stretch myself. I would ha I would need to do some gymnastics. I think it can be done, but I would rather I would rather not do any of that. But um, I think hers was 
you know, in terms of the the story, yeah, that one was probably not the one I liked the best. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, I think that was about it for me. So, so yeah, um, that's we do our summaries, and then people who have raised their hands, you can get to say whatever you want to say as you do the summary. All right, so let's start with Mel. And are you there? Okay. Yes, um, um, so you'd asked, you'd asked why, why we would think that, um, you'd asked for those who thought that it felt a little, um, the stories didn't feel connected or they felt contrived, why we would think that. Um, and I just, I think the main reason for me is that I have seen this story play out a lot. Um, I think one of, one of my, one of the things I believe really, really strongly is Nigerian writers circa 2013 maybe had figured this out. Um, there was a point in time this is all they would write about. All they would write about is is these chance meeting stories and the people that you meet, you never know um, what sort of life they have or what they're going through. So I do think, Oyinkan, I, I do think this is very possible. Um, you meet people every day in many different ways, in many different places, in many different capacities, and you only know what you know about them in that 15 minutes of meeting. Um, so kind of Bankole M, Dima only knew that um, Timini's character was a douche from that, from her encounter with him. But when we follow his story, we see that he has loves, he has um, passions, I guess, like, there's more to people than the 15 minutes that you spend, even the people that we know and we care about. There's, there's always more to them, right? So I do think this is very possible that you meet people and there's all this craziness going on in their life. Um, I do think that the, the scripting of how they meet, though, is, is, is just the execution of that is what I had a problem with um, because I've seen it done so much better. Um, I've, I've act- I think I feel like I've actually watched writers just perfect that. Um, and trying to to like oh you don't even necessarily meet them there's, there's things where the stories where it's like oh something 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 in traffic and like you don't necessarily meet them but in in some way your lights have been connected right um so it's definitely an execution problem I thought um because again I have seen it done better and I've seen it done better by Nigerians um I just I did, it feels very amateurish it feels very oh i want i want this person here and so let me let me sort of write it in he's crossing the road at the, at the time that this this person is driving by and he almost gets hit and this other person gets hit and it, it's 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 why there's so many cars jamming you you sort of run out of all the contrived ways to throw people together um, the thing about the supermarket as well is why I said that, like, if if this is such a central place, and of course supermarkets are such central places, um, so many different people come there for so many different reasons, but this is also such a small community, and it seems like every, everything is happening in, like, the same, in, like, a singular axis. Um, Topic Tedela's character meeting um, a mom's character, um, again, what are the odds, right? So it, it, it seems like everything's happening in such a small axis where nobody knows anybody else. And 
I don't I just don't agree that 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 is quite possible. Um, you expand the world a little bit, and the chance meeting starts to make a little more sense. But also, just let them just be doing normal human people things. Um, I I really just really struggled with the execution of it. Um, and I guess that's what my summary for this film is that I really enjoyed it. I cannot stress this enough. I re this is. I have never said this to Mrs. Yeah, I get to see this. This is this is this is the I see the intention film. I see it. I feel like I really truly do, but I really struggled with the execution. Um, I don't think a lot a, the type of care that stories like this require um had been paid to it. Um I thought that it struggled with execution. Um I thought that the scripting just being bad did not help matters. Um um, this many parts were just it just looked like it was just improvisation, and I felt like too many people had too much liberty. Um, I I didn't struggle with the pacing of it. No, I thought that I enjoyed the pacing, and I think that the pacing sort of carried through even in the way that the car- camera moved, because there's a lot of lingering shots, right? And we've talked about that already. Um, I didn't like the timing of it. Um, I'm not a fan of that. I th- I think that that just contributed more to the confusion. Um, but um, I thought I really, I didn't mind that it was a slow burn. I don't mind slow burn. I don't even notice them a lot of times. I thought that this, I thought that this intrigued me from the beginning and it held my attention until um, Tope Tedela's story became central. I thought that it lost me there because God, he had so much screen time and I didn't care for him. But we just kept on going with his story and going with his story and going with his story. Again, I Think that Tapatidela's character had too much liberty. It's the sort of liberty that Kangi's character was not afforded, for instance. So I think there's certain characters that had too much liberty in the type of liberty that other characters and other actors did not have, but certain actors and certain characters had that. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I just really I did I really disliked the execution. I, so this is definitely my I see the intention. I, I I get it. Um, I just think that the execution was very poor. Um, that's my summary. All right. Thanks, Tiafar. Tiafar, are you there? All right. Ayinka, do you want to give us a quick summary? Yes. So, my quick summary i i will recommend people watch this movie i do feel like um the fact that it kind of deals with more real things that people can probably see themselves in situations yes it's melodramatic in in, melodramatized in a way yes but i think that could over what's it called works more to its benefit because the production side does not necessarily work to the like visual production side does not work to its benefit and the audio production side doesn't work to its benefit but like the blocking and that stuff production side does work to its benefit so i feel like more people might like the movie than they wouldn't and nobody will be offended that they watch or wasted their time watching this movie you know so i it's a recommended for me also, thank enjoy the rest of your new bikes. Right. Thanks, Inka. 
uh, I think we, Latasha, are we done here? Uh, Hi. Okay. Um, I didn't know if it was Amazon's choice or the director to call this a crime drama, but I think that it's a terrible choice right off the bat that sets you up and doesn't pay off. Um, at best, this is a dramatic movie with a couple poorly thought out crimes. I would not see it again. I would not recommend it. It's only slightly better than Collision Course, but um, not by much. And what saves this movie very slightly is some of the performances and sort of the intimate moments and the quiet moments in this movie. Um, the characters aren't fleshed out. They aren't thought out. They don't feel real. The whole thing feels contrived. I don't see what they were going for. That's it. All right. Thanks. Uh, TFR, you know? Yes, I am. Um, so I didn't really like the movie, but I find it inoffensive and I feel like other people would like it. So, I mean, if this is your kind of thing, I guess you would like it. I wouldn't say I don't recommend because, like I said, I find it inoffensive and I actually understand what they were going for. It's just not for me. I just don't think it was executed well at all. So, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, Mr. C. Uh, yeah, same. I thought it was inoffensive. I think a few changes would have improved my viewing experience because I was interested at the beginning after getting over the melodramatic opening when we started, when we got to Kane Day's character, I was interested um, and really interested in seeing how things would go. I think the first chapter, I really followed it closely. Um, but yeah, I think I would recommend this. All right. Um, yeah, I I really like this. Um, I I think the the strength of this film is in that I think maybe with the exception of Candice, which just doesn't seem as contained to me, is that I think I could take almost each of any of the character stories, and I'm fine with that as a short. Like those, are, I think those are individually good stories, and I know like. Some of them, uh, it has issues. I think there are, issues, there are issues with it happening all in a day. I really buy that one because like a lot happens in the film. Um, and I don't like that the end, that nobody dies. It feels, it feels number one, like cheating. Um, and that maybe that's what some people might refer to as dishonest, but I feel cheated there. But like, I think the overall stories, um, I have no problem with how they link up. Um, I think a lot of the things that people like talk about with, in terms of the cars getting knocked over are inconsequential. They don't, they don't, they don't matter or mean much. Uh, it might be um, maybe uh People, maybe someone might think that's a reason to cut them out. I just, I don't, I don't particularly care um, about that. What I am still impressed by is that somebody wrote this many essential short stories that were interwoven without being like really. It's just I can just picture all of the ways, and this could have been so much worse. And it, I guess that's that's part of why I'm in. 
uh, all of the story and how well it's put together. I can see an Ebony Live version of this, um, and and it just does not uh, go well. I mean, like the production will probably be a billion times better. But yes, that's why I think uh, I like this film. Um, but yeah, jeez, uh, two and a half hours. It's not. This not too bad. That one, but like this. This was an interesting conversation. This one was had a few backs, back and forth. But thanks everybody, guys. Uh, next Sunday we go with Kunlia Falayas and Nick Lapo. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be very much fun. Um, can't wait to do that. Because all of Kanye's Netflix original movies have been nothing but pure entertainment. Um, so we'll see you guys next Sunday. Thanks everybody who who spoke, and thanks for everybody who listened. Uh, we'll, we'll see you again next Sunday. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic. And join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.